All right, y'all, welcome to another episode of the Stressed Out Dads podcast, where we touch on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. Y'all know who I am. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and as always, I got with me my crazy co-host, Tim Beecham. How you doing this morning, brother? Man, I'm doing good, man. It's always grateful to be alive. I always appreciate that aspect of life. You are good. Well, man, as always, I got some pretty good topics on the table today, man. So we're going to hop right into it, man. All right, first question. From a dad's perspective and from how I see it, these days it seems that kids feel more entitled and less appreciative. So what do you think changed from the parenting style of our time when we was coming up to the parenting style of today? I, I think when we were coming up, and just just from my perspective, that your my mother did the best she could with the resources she had. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. turn this into a Dr. Phil moment, but her parents left her behind when she was like 9 or 10 years old, and she had to fend for herself. Mm-hmm. So... In my opinion, I wasn't great parenting. So as she got older, she wanted to make sure her kids felt secure, and they didn't they didn't have to go through the stuff she did. But I remember right. by the time I was 10, 11 years old, I understood uh, how to balance a, a checkbook. I, I can go grocery shopping. I know how to cook. and I, I iron my own clothes. I challenge you right. to find a kid nowadays that's 10, 11 years old that they can do that. Any of it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, so I th- I think the difference in, in parenting styles from back in the day that we spent more time preparing our children for life when today's parenting spends more time protecting their children from life. And it's a huge difference. Good point, man. Good point right there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, uh, and I'm not saying all, I'm not saying all parents. But uh, a lot of parents these days, man, some parents don't even believe in spanking their kids. Um, you know, I came up with the the um, spare the rod, spoil the child. And I got whooped. And I'm glad I got whooped, man, because believe it or not. Now, this is from my opinion. You know, if, if you type of parent out there that don't whoop your kids, it's on you. Um. But I came up getting whooped, and in my parenting, yes, I I did whoop my kids. And I feel that whooping your kids, man, I feel it gives them a better respect for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I'm not not talking about abusing your kids. I'm not talking about beating your kids. I'm talking about disciplining your kids because I've seen people – that didn't stick to that consistent discipline of their kids and their kids running over them, talking to them any old way, um, don't want to listen to them. And it all, it all come back to, to that discipline. And that's, that's one thing coming up that we had that is not consistent these days is discipline. Well, I think as we get, as from like when we were kids to today, and ha, I hate to bring up a, like a political thing or, on on the show, but I think mm-hmm. that the government is getting 
way too much in our, you know, individual household businesses. Right, right. And, and when I hear people talk about that, it, like I saw some specialists on TV that was talking about, um, you know, beating your child, child really didn't work. They still had serial killers. They still had, I'm like, man, come on. There's a difference between, like you just said, beating a kid and oh, disciplining yeah, that's, that's abuse. a kid. That's abuse. I remember going to the, because when you have a big family, and we, we had a large family, when mom used to go to the grocery store, she would tell us, hey, you got to stay in the car. Nobody died, man. You know what I mean? Nobody died. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm talking back back in the, in the day where, you know, the whole front seat, everybody had to move together to push it up and back. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the yeah, old the school. Seat. The windows rolled down, you know. And yeah. We used to have so much fun in that car because we would dare each other. Like somebody had to get out, run around the car and get back in and, and try not to get caught by mom. And it was, mm-hmm. I mean, we had a good time. And it was just something. Um, like coming home with a bad grade, which in my house, A's and B's were acceptable. A C, you were going to get punished. A D or an F, which back then, it was oh, A, B, C, yeah, D, that's F. butt whooping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mom had different styles of whooping. There was some, uh, you know, put, hold your hand out and smack your hand, pow, with a wooden spoon or something. Yeah. Then there was a uh, go up to your room, lay across your bed. Now that that was that was a pretty bad one, but the super bad one. Going upstairs, I take clothes off, lay across the bed. I'd be up there in a minute. Mm, you it, know you was gonna be in for it then, boy. It could be a hundred and ten degrees outside, but you laying across that bed naked, you could feel the cool breeze. <laughs> but you know, I wouldn't try. Even to this day, you don't hear me talk back to my mother, or like I hear some of these kids. Because I, I think that a child does not have an opinion in a household. You know what I'm saying? This is my thing. Now, does that mean that, hey, I want spaghetti for dinner? Okay, you can tell me what you might think, but that that's not what you're going to get. Like, I've I seen a parent nowadays, her two kids, was uh, this was a while back. The one kid wanted something, another kid wanted ravioli. She fixed two different dinners for him. Hell no, nah, man. When I, from, from my upbringing, hell no. Nah. My upbringing, man, you ate what was fixed or you didn't eat at all. Right, and, if you, right. and if you ask for something, you're going to sit there. If you ask for it, you're going to sit there and you're going to eat it till it's gone because you asked for it. So if you gonna if you go over there and make your plate, your eyes better not be bigger than your stomach. Explain that one for for the uh, new listeners that don't understand. Right, what for that the mean. people that don't don't understand what that means, that mean when it, when you say your eyes bigger than your stomach, you go making your plate, going, oh, I want this and this and this, and I'm gonna put this much on my plate and this much. But then when you sit down and start eating it, uh, you getting you getting full, but you still got a whole lot more left on your plate to get rid of. And and back in my day, coming up. You're gonna be sick as hell because your your mama your mama gonna make you sit there and eat it all. What happened if you fell asleep and you woke up the next morning? What'd you have for breakfast? The food that you had <laughs> left over from the night before. That's how that's how it was, man. You bet you so that's why I always tell my kids get a little bit. That's right. You can always go back for seconds. That's right. Get a little bit. Don't get more than you think you... Don't get 
as oh oh I well I I can only eat one piece of pizza, but I'm gonna get three. Yeah. No, yeah, you yeah. get that one. You eat that one, and then you can go back and you can get another one. And that see see. Let me ask you another question that I see going on today. Okay. And, and from your perspective, because I think that as it comes to, well, you know, I call you for parenting advice. You know what I mean? So right. you're one right. of the the best parents that I, I actually, no matter of fact, I think you're too good of a parent. I think you need to turn it down a notch. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> because I, I, I can see you getting hustled, but you know, you're, you're just a good dad. Good husband, good dad. But I um, appreciate that, man. I um. Back in the day, there were certain things that you just could not do that I see that's acceptable today. Like when mm-hmm. my mother was talking to me, or, or for you, when your mother was talking to you and you sucked your teeth, was that acceptable? Man, you get smacked <laughs> in the mouth, man. What about if uh, your mom said, uh, Chad, uh, go do the dishes? And you said, Mom, I'm busy. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, I'll do it in a minute. I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. Unless, I mean, man, if you really cherish your life, you wouldn't do that. Now, what I just, and it was, there goes again, it's um like I, I talked to some of my, my large brothers, we talked about raising kids or something, and they said, well, you know, I've never got spanked growing up, and I turned out pretty good. It's a. I believe in a lot of cultures, it's different. It's not mm-hmm. a race. It's not it a race is. thing. It it's a cultural difference. It's a cultural thing because yeah. I don't know. Like my son, I brought him up the way I was brought up for the most part. I think I may have been more lenient on him in certain areas. Yeah, my son was out there working on the car, and he he slammed his hand with the wrench. He said, "Damn it!" And uh, he looked up at me, and I didn't. I didn't say that. I just looked at because I knew what he was doing. He said, "Dan, I'm sorry." I said, son, you're a grown man. You, you're allowed to curse your dad. I, I just don't, I feel bad when I curse in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, okay. You know, as uh, it, it, it just goes to show the upbringing. Yeah. Like right now, if I call my son up right now, I said, son, um, because he has a key to my house. I said, son, I, I locked myself out. I need you over here. I don't care what he's doing. And there's no questions asked. He's going to stop doing it. He's going to come over and help me. Yeah. But I see some parents, like here's an issue that we used to have growing up. As we got older, my mom used to have this thing that usually once a month, if she was busy, it would be every other month, that she would sit all the kids down. Now, keep in mind, we had adopted kids, cousins, aunties, everybody. There's always at least 12, 15 people in our house. Mm-hmm. And we'll sit down and, and ask what's working right, what kind of, almost like a union, you know what I mean, what was going right now. Keep in mind, she had the final say-so. Yeah. But she allowed us to voice our opinions from that aspect. But there was never no disrespect going on. I I heard a a kid tell his mom, shut up. To this day, I might say something to my mom, like, you better get out here now before I pull this belt off. And believe me, she gonna hit me with a broom or something. She gonna let me just slide with it. You know what I'm saying? Man, I wouldn't dare tell my mom to shut up, man. Oh, I met your mama, and I, I, I don't, I don't know her like you know her. Right. But it looked like she, she got a pretty good right jab. You know, like she might set yeah. you up with the jab. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. I wouldn't dare tell my mama to shut up, man. Um, you do have kids, man, that are very disrespectful, man, and and um, you know, like me, me and my um, me and my son, we play, man. We pick and we play. 
And uh, we talk junk to each other sometimes, just, you know, out of out of a, a, a dad and son, you know, just having fun and joking around. But yeah, when, yeah, when roughhousing and stuff. Yeah, roughhousing and stuff like that. But when I get serious, my son know what time it is. He he know that okay, daddy ain't playing no more. Let me pay attention. Let me listen. Let me let me let me uh follow what he's saying, and um you know let me stay in my lane and stay stay in my place. You know he know what time it is. Um and and that's that's one problem with today's kids, and not like again not all kids, but man some of these kids just don't know how to stay in their lane man and it's all because of of their upbringing and and their parenting and the fact that they didn't even have those rules and guidelines to go by to even know what a lane was no i i heard a a parent i told you the story off the air where uh the dad went in the room to go do something and his kid is going to tell him Dad, you're invading my privacy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, he's telling the dad, you, now he's about maybe 12, maybe 13. Mm-hmm. You need to knock on the door before you enter my room. I mean, this is what the kids tell him. And I'm just looking at it. And he says, you know some son, um, I, I will start knocking on the door. I, I just, I wasn't thinking. And I'm like, what the fraggle naggle is going on? Right, yeah, yeah. I know my mother told me, you don't have no privacy, son. You know what I mean? It was, uh, <laughs> this is a, uh, now I know it sounds funny, but my mom, I don't know where the say came from, but she used to always say, I pay the cost to be the boss applesauce. Yeah. I don't know what the applesauce yeah. is about. <laughs> right. But she lets you know, when you start paying some bills right here, you get a vote. Right. <laughs> so, Chad, I see the time ticking away on here, and as we're talking about parenting and everything, I have a question that I would like to throw out there, if you don't mind. I go right ahead, pimp. So let's say you and your daughter is into a heated discussion. You know, nowadays it's a little different with kids, like with the cancel culture. And let's say something about the cancel culture. Mm -hmm. You guys are arguing about canceling Mr. Potato Head. And you're saying... What's wrong with that? It's a fictional case. How could you actually think that? And then right. it, it turns into a heated discussion. Yeah. And your daughter hauls off and slaps you. Pow! Oh, my gosh, dude. But man, it was what, out of passion. It was out that, of passion. Man? Hold on, but it was out of passion. I mean, it, it, she didn't mean to do it. She just snapped. What's your next move? What's your my next, next move? My next move is I'm going to jail and she's going to the hospital. <laughs> End of discussion, bro. <laughs> my my youngin ain't slapping out of me without catching one. Okay, I just try to see because if you say that on your daughter, that means nobody else in the house stand a chance. No, uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> ain't nobody slapping me in this house and not catching one. Okay, how about this? You and your son out in the backyard, rough housing. Y'all got on the boxing gloves, but you know it's light. It's supposed to be light. Mm-hmm. And you see, he throw a combination, and in your mind, you feel, hold on a minute, he done. He pieced you up for real. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't. Uh-huh. But he, he's trying to tell you, Dad, oh, I'm sorry, Dad, I didn't mean it like that. Do you let it slide because y'all both was a house you got the gloves on? Or do you uh, handle it differently? So he, he, he threw a good three-piece on me. Yeah, a three-piece. That's what made you think. Now, if it was one, all right, you know. Yeah, he yeah. But he, he, he put a good little <laughs> three-piece combination on me. Three piece and a biscuit. 
Okay, so we both we both roughhousing. I'm gonna keep that in mind. We both roughhousing. He out there probably trying to show me a little bit of what he got and everything. So uh, I also take that in consideration. I I put a little something on him, man. I won't I won't take it all the way to you know to to lay him out, but I I put a little something on him to make him think twice about doing that again. Oh, so you are going to come back with something like, wah, wah, just to let him. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I give him I'm a two-piece, a, 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 a decent two-piece. Just say, now, you know, watch yourself, son. Watch yourself now. So you couldn't be, even though it was an accident, he said, nah, oh, man. He still got to he still got to catch a little one, man. <laughs> just so he know who the boss. No, homie. So he throw the three-piece. He back up. Oh, Dad, you okay? I'm sorry. Are you just gonna go steal on him with the two piece? Or you like, nah, son, I'm straight. Come on. I'll be like, no, nah, son, I'm straight. Come on, and then I'm gonna I'm I'm show him a little something, man. Now listen, I think I know your son well enough. That if he threw that three piece and jumped back, he ain't coming he, back. He yet. gonna take off running, man. <laughs> yeah. He ain't coming back. <laughs> My son will take off running, man. Yeah, he you will. You have to catch him another day. <laughs> yeah, he, he'll take off running for sure. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and you know me and my son, man, we like I say, we joke, and it's funny because my son like to talk junk, but then when <laughs> I come after him, it's either he running, and man, my son has always had this little trick that I think is a pretty good <laughs> damn trick. Man, if you chasing my son, he as he running by a chair, he gonna pull the chair out. Behind him, <laughs> and, and man, it, I, I gotta admit, it's the slickest thing, and it works. And now I'm on to it. Now I'm on to it. I know he gonna pull out of chair, man. But I, I, I asked him. I said, "Man, where did you get that from?" And he said, "Just, just watch it. Just watching the movies back in, back, you know, back when I was younger, just watching the movies." I'm like, "What movies?" He's like. He said, I really don't remember the movies. He said, but I would always see him like throw trash cans, knock over trash cans behind him or knock over some boxes. And he said, I just started doing it. He said, Daddy, I used to do that at the old house when my sister would chase me. (laughs) So everybody else is watching James Bond. Oh, this is a good movie. Your son taking notes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm going to use this, and I'm going to do that. Yep, but he will. And and it's either if you're chasing him, his trick is to pull a chair out after he passes it. He pull a chair out in front of you pretty much. Or he going, mama, 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 save me, mama, mama, mama. Every time and we all never know, Ma- mama go, mama go take up with yep. the kids. Boy. Mama gonna save me, mama, save me, mama gonna save me. <laughs> Every uh, time, I, I, man. I got yeah. another scenario along those lines. Okay, because yeah, I know you guys always uh, sit around the kitchen table and you, you, you know, you talk. You know, you do family stuff. Yeah. So again, it's a heated discussion, and your your opinion at this point is, I'm just gonna sit back. You and your son sitting at the kitchen table, y'all talking about football and stuff. And a couple times it gets kind of loud, and you look over and say, "Oh, girl, you're mm-hmm. disrespecting your mama now." Yeah. So she just look at you, roll her eyes, and they it kind of simmer down. Wait a minute, but, roll her eyes. <laughs> in this scenario, in this scenario, because she she's engaged with with, with your wife. I mean, they, they're going at it, mm-hmm. and um, while you talking to your son, you hear a. You look up, 
your wife holding the side of her face. Your daughter done slapped her. <laughs> now, did you get involved? Do you laugh? Do you say, babe, what's your oh, next move? Man, I, ain't gonna, <laughs> I, I definitely ain't going to laugh at that, man. I'd get involved in that. I mean, I know how I am. That, oh, man, that, let, me, let me back it up. Let, let me preface it with some more stuff. Mm-hmm. Every time your wife and daughter get into it, your wife's always jumping in and saying, babe, let, let me and her handle this. You know, this is a mother-daughter thing. Let us handle this. Mm-hmm. So she always kind of boots you out of the discussion. Mm-hmm. Now, this time, they're going at it, and then you minding your business, and you hear it sound like thunder clapped in, in the kitchen. Yeah. And you look up. Your daughter has a shocked look on her face, like, who just did that? And your wife was looking like, did she really just slap me? First of all, knowing your wife... She is meek and mild until she gets upset. Then she, <laughs> yeah. And then, I think yeah. you would before you could get up. I think that she would already be done. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, you yeah. might have to get up and get in the middle and, and break it up. But I don't think that you would be able to because she gonna beat me to it. Oh, what if your daughter took a stance? She got her dukes up, looking at you, her oh, mom. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, man, no. I mean, if she take a stance, uh, I mean, man, I, honestly, I mean, when I do think about it, I won't have that much time to react because my wife gonna react. I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna have to pull my wife off my daughter, man. I think I'm gonna call the house. Your son gonna answer the phone, and he gonna say, "Tim, Mama and Daddy was thumping <laughs> my sister." <laughs> They in jail when you send some money. <laughs> right. <laughs> For real, man. I'm pretty sure I would have to be pulling my wife off my daughter on, on that. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be back with the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Hey, this is Chad Patterson, host of Stressed Out Dads, and I'd like to take this time to thank y'all for tuning in every week to the podcast, and I really appreciate your positive feedback and support. So if you'd like to help keep this thing going, you can always stop by stressedoutdads.com forward slash donate and leave a little something. Remember, there's no donation too big or small. Every little bit counts. But what counts most importantly is you, the listener. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. All right, Timbo. So look, let me, let me hit you off with this question right here, man. If you woke up single tomorrow, do you think that it would be easy for you to navigate through today's digital dating era? I think the first week would be great. Then when reality set in, I I think it would suck, man. I, I, I think that with all the dating apps, everybody, women are winning out here. Back, mm-hmm. in, back in our day, you know, you, you seen a girl, you shot your shot, and it, it was either yes or no. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But today, you got to swipe left a hundred times. Or click on, <laughs> yeah. and, and ain't no man, for every woman on it, no matter what she looks like, they sliding in her DMs, man. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they half naked, they twerking, and... I can't twerk and get no attention on there. You know what I'm saying? I can't get, so I would not want right. to have to be out there in the dating game. 
in, in this day and age because my, my rap don't work the same. Hey, baby, what's your, what's your side? What's your side? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they, looking like, at, they looking at you sideways <laughs> like a dog with that right there. Like, 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 look at this old school mother. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, man? You, you're a family man. What if you woke up? Like, okay, even just thinking about that make me nervous, brother, because... Man, I've been with the same woman for 25 years. Mm. 25 mm. years, mm. man. 25 years ago, it wasn't no dating sites. It wasn't no social media. You wasn't having to swipe left or <laughs> nothing like that, man. Back in my day, 25 years ago, man, you was going out on a Friday or Saturday. A chick spot your eye. You walk up to her. Make sure you got the fresh breath. Yeah. <laughs> and you spitting your game, man. And, you know, either she dug your game or she didn't. Like you say, either it was a yeah or a no. But if she, if, you know, she spit your game, you spit your game and she dig you, you get the number. You go home, you sit up to 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning talking on the phone, you know, till you both fell asleep on the phone. Hold on, hold on. Did you have the slow music playing in the background? Oh, yeah. I had that good R&B in the background, bro. <laughs> that good Jodeci in the background, yeah, man. Yeah. But that's what you did, man. Like, you you know, you 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 talked on the phone for hours, and you, you got to know each other over the phone, and you set up times where you could meet at the skating ring or this game or this dance or something like that, man. Like, you had to be interactive with each other man like these days man everything is on social media on these dating sites and tinder and you know you could be talking to a chick that you know you really don't even know if it's that chick man if she really who she say she is man you could be talking to a chick and he a 50 some year old damn dude man yeah, what's that called? Getting catfished. Catfished. <laughs> yes, catfished. And I, I be honest with you, man, I wouldn't it's 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 hard having to start all over again, especially in this day and time. Having to start all over again and hopping back into into the dating world that the dating world ain't even what you used to. Well, were you hip you know, to this back in the, in the day where they had bridges, like the conference calls, party lines? I think they eventually ended up yeah, calling them. Yeah, that was back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, that was yeah. the social media of the day, man. You know what I'm saying? It was. <laughs> it really was, man. Yeah, the, the party lines and your pickup and every, every all your neighbors is on talking and, and, and all of that. Yeah, but but you're right. That was the social media Back then, of you know, of of today, man. Um, Have you ever dialed the wrong number or or something and end up talking to the girl? Never did that, man. Never uh, did that. You know, never, never, never dialed the wrong number and end up talking to the girl. Never got that lucky, brother. A girl called me one time. I, I want to say her name because she's on my social media now, and um, she asked for somebody else. I was like, Nah, sorry, you got the wrong number. She's like, Oh, what's your name? And like a dummy, I told her my name. Oh, yeah, just that blah, blah, blah. Now, keep in mind, I used to get in trouble a lot. Mm-hmm. So every to this day, if you go in the city I'm from, and you ask somebody around my age group, if they heard that name, they'll just start telling you stories. Now, granted, most of them were not true. <laughs> were not true. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
And so she kept, you know, so she had heard of me, and we just talking. I remember the same thing you said. We were on there for hours. I got the the yeah. the, the Bootsy playing in the background. You know, yeah. what's a telephone bill? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think we should do a Stressed Out Dad's old school slow jam remix. Dang, you know I mean? that sounds good right there, brother. <laughs> the playlist. <laughs> because I, I don't think these kids got, I think they, the kids nowadays that date over online, you know, they already got a relationship. Yeah, man. Because I know uh, some of my, my, my brothers are large brothers' kids. They done been in like three or four relationships and never met the person. Wow. And I'm just man. thinking, you wow. wasn't in no relationship, man. Yeah, <laughs> you wasn't in no relationship, man. And because the thing is, is man, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship where I didn't see the person. Because, man, you don't know. You don't know a person until you meet them face to face. Until you sit down and you talk to them and you see how they react to certain things that you say. You see how they react to certain, uh, even certain situations and, and things like that. You don't know. a per- You know how they always say you don't know a person until you live with them. That, oh, amen on that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Amen on that because you don't know a person until you're able to be face-to-face, one-on-one, and really getting to know a person. There's no possible way you really know a person. You know a person, if you're talking to a person like just on social media and you're constantly just, you know, emailing or messaging each other and you're getting to know each other in that realm, you really still don't know each other because... You truly get to know a person when you're around them on a regular basis and you're having that interaction with each other. That's when you get to know if, uh, is this person really right for me? Uh, They seem to get upset over little, little things. You really start to see how people are with that personal um, one-on-one interaction, man. That's not over you know, behind the keyboard. Well, that's that's equivalent to like a couple of relationships I had growing up that that wasn't really face to face. Like I remember when Linda Carter, you know, I thought that she was my boo, and um, she cheated on me, man. She cheated on the same thing Ooh. with Linda Carter. Wonder Woman. Yeah, that was my boo. I mean, the way she used to look at me every week. You know what I mean? She come on, man. What? Dude, Linda Carter wasn't your boo, dude. You didn't see the way she looked up in the beginning of the episode when she was like blocking those. Oh, here we go again. Once again, I cannot share. <laughs> but you know what? She was cheating on you then because she looked at me the same way, man. She, that's what I mean. That's why I had to let her go, bro. I had to let her go. I had to let her go. <laughs> but yeah, man, my daughter had a. We had a conversation with my daughter over the weekend just talking about social media and, 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 and online and stuff like that. And she said, well, these days, a lot of people just go on um, social media and Instagram and Snapchat and all that and just put out there, anyone out there want to bang? Look at that and look at, um, again, falling back into the dating 
and meeting people's scene of today, which is that digital era, man. Half, half the, especially this younger generation, man, they they don't even look at relationships. Some of them don't look at relationships like we did. Well, like you said, that attachment's not there. I mean, how right, can you- right, and and for a lot of them, it's you know how many bodies can I get under my belt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was me. That was me right there. <laughs> well, at least you are, at least you honest about it, man. But again, man, with me, I like I say, I've been with the same woman for 25 years. Hey, big shout out to your wife for putting up with you that long. I do got to say that. Thank you, babe, for putting up with me that long. Notice how he but, didn't thank you till after I gave you a shout out. Notice that. See, there you go. There you go. Well, I'm always in the doghouse with your wife. So I'm just trying to earn some brownie points, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, I'd be shook to have to start dating again in, in, in this. Um, man, I can't even imagine you trying to start all over. You got a... Uh, <laughs> You got your. <laughs> I wonder what your profile. <laughs> Here we go. Here we no, go. I'm just thinking. What would your profile picture look like? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no clue, man. Probably wouldn't have one. I think that you would have the the Gumby fade with the part going around. <laughs> you got on the gazelle glasses with the b boys. <laughs> And I be mean, bad for real. I wouldn't. It's just like I wouldn't want to be a teenager today. I wouldn't oh, dare want to be a teenager no, today. No, I asked my son that man. I asked my son that, and he and he said, "Well, why not?" I said, "Well, one thing you got to realize, son, is that all you know is what you know." Right, right, right. You know, all you know is what today is. All you know is what today's world is. So it wouldn't. You wouldn't sit and say, well, yeah, I wish I grew up uh, in y'all's time. Even though I have had some of my kids' friends say, I wish I grew up uh, in the time that y'all did. Well, they must have did some research. (laughs) Yeah, which shocked me because you don't hear many teenagers uh, say that these days. Now, listen, here's something. you told. I'm basing this off a story you told me. Mm-hmm. The kids don't know what it feels like. You, you know, you get out of school on that Friday, get up Saturday, and you you riding your bike with your friends. It's that conversation on that bike ride, whether they go just going to the store or. And what about when you come out the store with the juice and you just sitting there with your bike? Just, just <laughs> they yeah, don't know what man, that's we like. Do that all the time, man. They don't have that interaction now. They don't have uh-uh. that. No, like like the sad part is this: is that at the old house. The old house was on the road, and it, you know it was a small piece of land that the house sat on. And I'll, sadly, my kids back then only really got to enjoy riding their bicycles when we went to somebody else's house that had that yard and stuff that they could um, they could ride on. And, and going to my mama's house was, you know, mostly where they could enjoy riding the bicycles and really being able to enjoy the bicycles because where, mm. you know, the old house was, man, it, the, the road was busy, so they couldn't, you know, just get out and ride, you know? But we had that. We we had that, that um, ability to enjoy 
just hopping on our bicycles and just riding and um <laughs> like you say enjoying that interaction and and you know when we became teenagers we had places that we could go out and drive to and just hang out like I like a place that we used to hang out at was called uh well, it was the car wash but that whole strip what that car wash was on was where we would cruise the strip and we would hang out at the car wash or the petrol mart or um the bowling alley and places like that but man kids really these days don't have that man they don't really have anything so what about this let me answer this Growing up as a kid, what movie did you see when you went back to school? Everybody was just talking about it. Because, um, I mean, it was plenty of movies Yeah, yeah. Um, back in that time because that's that was the thing then. Uh, going going to the movie theater on, on Fridays or Saturdays. Um, now, horror movie or... There's or any the, kind it, it, it that y'all, y'all was like, yo, did you see that? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pet Cemetery was one, of course. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was one. That was one that um, oh, with that scared me. With that, you know, uh, oh, I, I, uh, Chucky was a, a child's play was a big one. Uh, now, now think about that right there. When you went to school, everybody was had their opinion. Everybody was talking about Chucky. Ask yeah. the kids from today to name one movie. Just dope. Any of they don't have that. <laughs> they don't have that same feel. Even with music, man, uh, music don't carry the same feel and the memories that it did from from when we was coming up. Um, having that same that when that's when those songs still come on today, I can think of where I was, what I was doing, who right. I was with. Right, you know, um, it don't carry that same longevity like it did from from our time. Even the sports is not the same, man. It, it, I remember, because I, I, was, I was in the sports when I was a kid. I just kind of lost it because I don't think the teams were still... They start making rules that, that, that just suck, man. You know, you pay this dude yeah. $50 billion and he coming off the bench and stub his toe. Oh, my God, I'm out. I remember yeah. watching... Roger Starbuck and Terry Bradshaw going at it. I remember when Roger Starbuck messed up his hand. You could see it was deformed looking, but he was still out there playing. Still you know what I'm in saying? the game. <laughs> yeah, still in the Lin game. Lynn Swan jumping over the car in the end zone. I mean, I remember uh, when Franco Harris and uh, uh, what's his name from the Houston Oilers, Earl the Pearl, used to climb on his team members' backs and dive over the top on the goal line. Yeah. Now, this was every weekend these plays was happening. Even in boxing with Muhammad Ali, now we had Muhammad Ali, we had um, Mike Tyson. Yep. You know these were, were just it's just everything movies, music. Yeah, everything these days is is different. You know, even the horror movies. Even though I'm not saying they don't still have some good ones that 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 people put out, they they just don't carry that same energy and feel that they did from the horror mo- horror movies from from our time and you know we didn't have all the CGI and stuff like that back you know when we was coming up when it came to the horror movies but they was great movies that I can still I still watch today and still 
have that same enjoyment. Do you remember when Jaws came out? I do. But Come man, on. Man, now this is going to blow your mind right <laughs> here, though. That? I got to say this. I never watched the full Jaws until I was grown, man. Wow. You know something? Yeah. You, you, the, the, I'm going to put a check beside that one for your childhood. <laughs> I watched some of it. But I never watched the full movie until I was grown. And yes, it was a good movie. Was oh, a good what movie. about what about uh, Friday the Thirteenth? Of course, yeah. Oh, something a little bit real quick story about my my sister. You met my sister Tammy. She's real light skin, real light skin. Mm-hmm. And in the summer at Camp Fitch, she had all these friends. Back then, the, the movement was the Valley Girls. Everybody was trying to be like a Valley Girl, right? And my my sister when in the summer when the Sun hits her hair, her hair turns like a blonde color. So I remember she had all these girlfriends and all this. Now, my hair used to turn like a reddish color in the summer. So I got my, you know, my afro and stuff. I'm going over there and uh, I'm like, yo, sis, what's going on, man? I said, I ain't seen you just that. I thought Jason might have got you. So all her friends, their mouth just hanging open when she's talking to me. Yeah. And um, later on, I found out they realized she was black and they quit talking to her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow. She said, is that your brother? She's she's like, yeah. Is he adopted? <laughs> wow. She's like, no, we got the same mother and father. So they kind of start treating her a little snoot. Not all of them, but some of them. That's not surprising. Though. Mom and dad picked us up. She was crying. Said that I ruined her whole supper. <laughs> <laughs> and she blamed it on you. Yeah, yeah, she blamed it Dang. on me. She blamed it on me. <laughs> You know, and, and and speaking of uh, like like you know movies, I've always been into uh, you know, horror movies and yeah. documentary shows and stuff like that. You know, even from a, a, some, a young kid, I was always into them. But it was um, one show that I you know I was big time into. It was Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh, that used to be my stuff. Yeah, well, Robert Stack was the host and all that. But man, you know, Unsolved Mysteries had some some scary <laughs> episodes on there, man. It had some scary. And man, I would sit every week, and me and my mom and dad would watch this show. And man, every single week, that night after I went to bed. I would be scared as hell, and no matter how hot it was, I would sleep with my head <laughs> under the covers, man. <laughs> let, let me ask you another question about growing up that's different. Yeah. When did you guys, did you guys have central AC? No, man, I wish. Do you think no. your kids would survive a summer with no central AC? Man, hell no, man. Look, man, let's go back to the old house. I give you a prime example of something, man. This is more actually got to do with my wife because my kids was younger then, but they didn't like it either. All right, so the heating element went out in the hot water heater one time. And, you know, I wouldn't in a rush to, to go under the house and fix it. You know, I wouldn't in a big rush. Because, man, I came up without without running water. So, you know, it, I, I, I didn't have no problem heating up my water and, uh, you know, take it, taking me a bath. I didn't have no problem doing that. But my wife did not like that, man. 
And she'd always be like, babe, when are you going to fix the hot water heater? It just went to show, man, that because me and my wife came up different. I'm not saying my wife came up with a whole lot of money or nothing like that, but I had struggles that she didn't have, brother. Okay. I didn't get running water until I was 12 years old. So from the time I was born to 12 years old, we didn't have running water in our house. Now, and then some people might not even know that that's, you know, you can't, you can't get power to a house now without having, you know, septic and well and all of that to the house as well. Uh, Did you guys have an outhouse? Uh, at one of the trailers we lived in, we did have an outhouse. Now the trailer, you know, the trailer had a bathroom, but um, it had an outhouse. Now we didn't use the outhouse for the bathroom. This is what we did, and some people might get a little grossed out or whatever. But this is how this is how life was coming up for me, and I honestly I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it at all. It showed me how to appreciate stuff, man. Mm. We would use a five-gallon bucket for our toilet. So, you know, you pee and poop in that bucket. Right. And, um, you know, once it was time to empty that bucket, we'd take that bucket out to the outhouse and we'd empty it. And then we'd take, you know, a jug of water and we'd rinse the bucket out, pour a little Clorox in there and rinse it out, and, and boom, you know, you take it back into the bathroom and, you that, you know, that was our toilet. Um my grandma on my mama's side, my mama's mama, didn't have running water at that time. And my dad's, uh, my grandma on my dad's side, my dad's mama, she didn't have running water either. Now, just for clarification, is that something that you guys didn't have or is that just the way it was in the community that you lived in at that time? It was what we didn't have. See, um... The, the trailer that we lived in, actually the two trailers, uh, one of those trailers actually burnt down. But the two trailers that we lived in, one was my grandpa's trailer. He died in the 80s. He died when I was like six years old. The other one was my uncle's trailer, which that trailer came later on. But they was like pretty much side, almost side by side. And how our trailer, we lived in the one that... um was my grandpa's trailer. And later on, we would move into my uncle's trailer and he, he moved into a house. That trailer that we lived in, it didn't have power or running water, but my uncle's trailer beside it had power. So we would do, which is very dangerous, but we pretty much, it's called backfeeding what we pretty much did was we ran a drop cord from one of the outlets at my uncle's trailer. Very, man, this is straight up a fire hazard. <laughs> well, we ran a, a, a long, uh, it's a, a drop cord from one of the outlets in his trailer to one of the outlets in our trailer. And it would power most of the trailer, man. We lived like that for years but running it like that, for one's big fire hazard. For two, you can kill a lineman that way, man. Oh, I didn't know that. But it created this issue where sometimes when you would touch the doorknob 
like you could feel the electricity a little bit running through the the doorknob, man. But we live like that for years, and we live without running water for years. Just coming up in those hard times and coming up poor, and it just made me appreciate things more. But my my kids wouldn't dare be able to live like that, man. It, they they wouldn't. I w- I'd say that they wouldn't be able to survive coming up like that, man. Okay, what if, what if you pose the challenge to your family, not just your kids, your wife too? Mm-hmm. Starting at Friday at 8 p.m., no cell phones, no cable TV, nothing until Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Do you think they could be up for the challenge? No, they lose their damn minds, man. <laughs> no. They lose their damn minds, man. They wouldn't know what to do with themselves, man. Wow. They wouldn't know what to do. What about your household, man? Um, Without a doubt, they, they, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. Right. For me, I, I just give me a good book, uh, some, yep. some some good bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on, uh, brother. A, a nice little stogie and a... I will be enjoying it. Like, I, I, when you grow up poor, I mean poor like we're talking about. Yeah. You learn to live off of bread and water or lobster and steak. You know, I enjoy Amen, all brother. the amenities. But if they went away today, I, I'll still be all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it, it just go to show, man, that um, people don't always see things like you do or understand things like you do if they didn't come up like you did. Right. Or experienced things that you did when you was coming up. I want to thank y'all for taking the time to tune in to another episode of the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Continue to spread the word about the podcast, y'all. Tell your friends and your family about it. Continue to like, share, subscribe. We want to know how y'all feel about the podcast. We want to know if we're doing a good job or a bad job. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and as always, my co-host, Tim Beecham. You want to add anything before we leave, brother? Yeah, yeah, I was inspired by this episode. I think this evening I'm going to turn off my the circuit breaker to the house and just spend about three or four hours with nothing on just to make everybody appreciate uh, what they have. See how that works out for me. I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know how that worked, man. And and if and if you're not um on next week's podcast episode, I, I definitely know what happened to you, brother. I promise you nobody in the house is going to figure out what happened. <laughs> They're they going to call for me right away. I'm going to say, well, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I might just tell them I didn't pay the bill because I don't think I'm appreciated enough. And leave it at that. Well, hopefully you don't get beat up, uh, bound, and gagged, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. All right, let me know. Well, y'all, take care. Do what you do. Be easy, stay cool, and we'll get with you in the next podcast episode.